If I may quote Jimmy Eat World, you're in the middle of the ride, and everything, everything will be just fine. Welcome to the Vive Mental Health Podcast. Welcome to the Vive Mental Health Podcast. My name is Christopher, and I don't think it's a coincidence that we humans are fascinated by, and often find ourselves in, the middle. We love to talk about how it's about the journey, not the destination. Alvin Toffler, in 1970, introduced the term overchoice, describing the paralysis one feels when presented with too many options, too many choices, leading to indecision, inaction, and a certain dissatisfaction with the outcome. Psychologist Barry Schwartz also expanded on this concept in his book The Paradox of Choice, which I highly recommend. At some point in our lives, we find ourselves in an emotional purgatory of sorts, somewhere in between a consequence and a solution. It's a place where many of us can simply exist, where the only action we need to take is inaction. One of the greatest tricks our minds can play on us is to set a goal, and even go as far as outlining a plan to get there, but what we often overlook are the little steps in between those big steps. Think of it like the rungs on a ladder. If we space them too far apart, in other words, if we don't give ourselves a reasonable chance to achieve the next step towards our goal, we will undoubtedly reach a point where we may not be able to go any further, and we may even give up. Today, we're going to talk about a very familiar in-between space that I think many people find themselves in when confronted with a mental health issue. Perhaps you're even there right now. Let's start with a familiar phrase that you may have heard before, or one that you've maybe said to someone else. Maybe you should talk to somebody. Now, the intentions behind this phrase are all well and good. But what can often be overlooked are the steps someone may need to take personally before picking up the phone or doing that Google search. Those little personal steps are key in bridging the gap between recognizing that there's something wrong and finally sitting down with a counselor or therapist. We're going to dive into that in-between phase and talk it out. We're going to talk it through. Let's put into words what those feelings are like and how to accept them and how to overcome them. Because I think it's safe to say many of us spend a long time in that proverbial waiting room before we muster up the courage to walk through that door. Okay, so let's start from scratch. Let's say that over a period of weeks or months or even years, we've noticed that we aren't at our shiniest. Our behavior has perhaps changed. We've noticed a residual negative effect in our life, and it's gone on long enough that you swear there's some kind of pattern here. You don't know what the pattern is, but your gut is telling you to take a closer look at things. Something is wrong. Now, for a lot of people, identifying the issue isn't really the issue. But we're going to spend just a moment here anyway, because sometimes it's, it's very easy to see, and other times it is not. And I can almost guarantee that all of us will experience both at some point or another. Just like if you're staring at, say, one of those magic eye posters, trying to cross and uncross your eyes and trying to make out something that makes sense, identifying the issue at hand can be a real challenge. Something's wrong, but we may not know what it is just yet, and that's okay. There's help for that. We're we're getting there. But sometimes we'll hit this point and become dismissive. 
We'll take a quick look inside and convince ourselves, well, it's not that bad, and it's been tugging on my sleeve for a while now, I've just learned to ignore it. If it gets worse, I'll deal with it then. I just need to get through this week, and then it'll be the weekend, and I'll be able to relax, and this'll blow over, and pause. This is the in-between, where our emotional and rational brain rather rudely have a loud conversation right in the middle of the party. Your rational brain knows that something is wrong, and your emotional brain is tapping its foot, looking at its watch, wanting to leave and go somewhere more fun. And that is the point that many of us turn away from that conversation, leave the party, and never return. Our rational brain is trying to tell us something very important, and even though we may not be able to identify it ourselves, that doesn't discount its existence and impact. The whole reason you're here is because something is wrong. Something's off. Your rational and emotional brains already agree on that. But one wants to suss it out, and the other one wants to call a cab. So compromise. Let's stay ten more minutes. Chances are, in that time, emotional brain will get distracted, and you and rational brain will finally feel heard. So whether you can identify the exact issue or not is kind of irrelevant at this point. The point is accepting that there is one. We are acknowledging ourselves and giving ourselves permission to know that something isn't right. And more importantly, we need to celebrate the fact that we care enough about ourselves to have even done that. That is huge. Self-worth is a theme that we're going to be talking more about, but in this instance of self-awareness and self-realization, we have taken a huge step forward. Now that we've identified something's wrong, what's next? Okay, before we go any further, I should address one thing. Turning your mental health spotlight inward is not an easy task for some, if not for many. It's something I've struggled with and continue to struggle with, so don't be discouraged if you find yourself kind of getting in your own way. Like anything else, there are processes within the process, and like the theme to this episode, we are uncovering some of the smaller, often overlooked steps needed to take the medium and big steps. Be patient with yourself, be honest with yourself, and most importantly, be kind to yourself. The end goal here is to just feel better. Better than we have been. Better than we do right now. And at the time, when you're in that, that headspace, it can feel like standing at the base of a mountain. Before we start climbing, we need to put on our shoes. And before we do that, we need to make sure we have the right shoes. Small steps. Important steps. All right, we're at the point where we've identified that something's awry. We need to keep our focus and not let ourselves get too far ahead. So next, we want to articulate kind of how that feels, put, put it into words, whether, whether that's on paper or even just in our own minds. What's important is that we understand what we're feeling because we'll have a more difficult time articulating it to somebody who can help us if we can't find the words ourselves. So let's start with, you know, the big feelings. Are you, are you feeling lonely? hopeless, ashamed? Is there guilt? Is there a feeling of being overwhelmed, unappreciated, unloved, unsatisfied? It could be many or it could be a few. But for each key emotion that applies to you, make a note. Leave a little space beneath it so that you can expand on it. 
answer the, the why and the when and for how long, if you can. Think about possible connections that you can draw from these feelings to other points in your life. When you do finally sit down with a counselor or therapist, they will guide you through these connections and help you come to the conclusions that, that you crave. You're not here right now to solve all of your own problems, although sometimes when we sit with our thoughts and feelings, we, we are able to solve a few, but, but think of that as, as kind of a bonus for now. You're just, you're just putting into words and phrases in ways that you understand best what you're feeling and what you maybe suspect has led you to these feelings. A great way to help do this is to disassociate from yourself a little bit. Think of yourself like a, like a character in a, in a book or a movie. You're the author or the screenwriter, and you're trying to give this character some, some background. You're trying to understand how they ended up with their backstory. You've reached the, the climax of the movie where conflict is ready to meet resolution. And to really make that movie or book great, you need to do a little due diligence. If you're able to stand back a little and, and reflect naturally, we can, we can often see things that were impossible to see from our old vantage point. It, it may take a little imagination, but this practice can often open up areas in our mind with, with the quieter voices, the ones way in the back that you can't see when you're in the middle of the crowd. So now, now you've stepped back, and you can call on these emotions to say their peace. You're here to listen to yourself. It's also important to, in our minds, remove any shame or blame that we may put onto ourselves about something being wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with something being wrong. We've, we've taken a moment to appreciate that we're already three steps into the journey of helping ourselves feel better, and, and we're allowed to feel good about that. Three steps in already. Three check marks. You're on a roll. So, let's keep going. The next step is a tough one. I, I have sat here many times. The, the chair's worn out. There's crumbs all over the cushions. I, I have sat here often. Where, where is that? Kick back on the couch of complacency, procrastination, and intimidation. Those three bumps in the road need to be met head on. So, I'm just going to warn you about them first. Either you're very familiar with them already, or this is me giving you a heads up. For me, the key to moving forward through the hard parts was saying, wow, I'm already three steps in here. I don't want those three steps to go to waste. I want four and then five. Because if we don't call this entire something's wrong phase anything and kind of dismiss it as a given, and we call step one, you should talk to somebody, there, there's a lot of incentive to do nothing at all because you have nothing to lose. Essentially, we, we haven't even started yet, so why would we try to do the hardest thing right off the bat when we could just keep doing the easy thing and forge ahead and ignore the signs and cope with the symptoms and, and not bother to put in the effort towards a solution? The difference is now you're aware that there's, there's a real benefit waiting for you at the end of this road. It's, it's not a mystery anymore. I'm, I'm here to tell you, if this is the hurdle you've been stuck at, there's a way around this, even if we need to reset and take a couple steps back so we can get a running start, we can get through this. All right, so now you're doing a little bit of research. You're looking for a therapist or some type of professional help. 
I'm going to explore this specific process in an upcoming episode because I, I really want to expand on this step. But in a nutshell, what you're looking for is the right fit. Don't be afraid to reach out to many different health professionals and, and make your emails as specific as you want. What your issues are, you know, the ones that we now know how to put into words. What um, You can ask what methodology these professionals like to take. Um, ask them to describe their personality a little, what they specialize in, what kind of mental health issues they have experience in. Treat this like an interview, except the more candid you are with them, the better chance you have of finding a great fit. Many therapists offer a free consultation over the phone or via Zoom, so take advantage of that. It's important to remember that therapists have an obligation to you, too. They do not want to take on clients that they don't think they can help. So always, always ask for referrals as well during your correspondence if you feel that they may not be the right fit. Be patient. This is its own process, but you're almost there. Now, once you think you've found the right person you want to talk to, and I can't stress this enough, do it. Book that appointment. Be proud of yourself. You've come a long way already. Make sure your appointment's at a time that you can commit to and make it a priority. Nothing comes above your own well-being. In the episode, The Big Question, I admitted to canceling my first two appointments before I found the courage to finally go. The fear and hesitation is, is real, and it may creep in, but that's only natural. But I also didn't quite understand all of the mental preparation that I needed to do before I became ready for this, this type of action. I definitely came upon this process the hard way, so I hope that by breaking things down, you can find your own way a bit easier. Like I said, be patient, don't be afraid to take a step or two back, build up some momentum, and keep going. So, to summarize, we sat with our feelings for a while and identified that there's indeed something off. We spent some time articulating those feelings and putting them into a package that we can ourselves process, and one that we feel comfortable maybe articulating to somebody else. Next, we did a little research and reached out to potential clinicians and health professionals. We started a dialogue and found one that we feel comfortable with. And last, we stayed patient and understood the process. We celebrated every little win, each little check mark, and guess what? Now we're on our way. As I like to do at the end of each episode, I, I like to showcase an indie artist to help support emerging bands and, and singers and songwriters. Music is very near and dear to me and has been an important component in my own healing journey and just my life in general. This week, I'd like to put the spotlight on a dear friend of mine. Her name is Olivia Rose. She's a fantastic Alberta, born and raised country music singer-songwriter and someone I had the privilege of playing guitar for for a number of years. Olivia just released her new single, Gold, which is available on all major platforms, and you can find out more at her website, oliviarose.com. I've also included the links in the description. And to you, my friend, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy my content, I, I humbly ask that you like and subscribe and all that stuff. And if possible, leave a, leave a rating and a comment. I always love to hear from you. You can also contribute to my Patreon, which is included in the links. And as always, I can be reached at vivementalhealth at gmail.com and at vivementalhealth on basically all the social media platforms. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take each step one at a time, and we'll chat again soon.
Here's Olivia Rose with Gold. Just this little teaser You're stuck in my mind You run through my veins What's it gonna take to stake my claim I know You're the real thing 